This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello everyone and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. This is the podcast where we sometimes focus in on the FPL and the points and sometimes just nice to step back and say, do you know what? We've both had a good week. Let's not go into the ins and outs of who did better than who, but let's focus on actual football without which, let's be honest, there would be no fantasy football. Let's talk about football and and, and the weeks that our teams have had, Matthew. Yes, plenty to talk about, John. What do you want to deal with first, real football or fantasy football? Um, well, let's do fantasy football. Uh, I won. Let's save. You did, yeah, by three points, I think. Yep. What day did you put your tweet out? Was that Would that have been on the Sunday after? Yes, after the Leeds game, I think on the Sunday you tweeted, I can't wait for tomorrow night when Forrest pump Leicester and I beat John Richardson three weeks running. And uh, you did beat me this week. You scored 109 points, Matthew. Welcome. Talk me through your team. So I got rid of Bowen. I brought in Madison. and Which was a mistake, by the way. Bowen, I think, another point monster. Yes, but maybe in the long term. Talk to me specifically about not just bringing in James Mm. Madison, but vice-captaining him when you knew he was playing your team, the Nottinghamshire Reds. I have been forced, John, to be pragmatic while playing this game. Well, there's is... pragmatism and there's treachery, isn't there? <laughs> they are... This This doesn't affect actual Premier League. So that's on, that's the level on which I interact with it. Is It's not as if, though, I'm doing anything that will actually bring harm to Nottingham Forest or our chances. No, but you are celebrating... And let, 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 let's be clear about this. Had you picked Jared Bowen and not... Uh, brought in Madison, who was playing against your own side, you would have lost this week. So you gained, you benefited, and in some level, any joy you have at having beaten me this week is because of the absolute battering that Nottingham Forest took at Leicester. True or false? They are two separate events. Don't forget, it's not just because of Madison. So you won't be celebrating that you beat me and it doesn't count. 5-3 is irrelevant. You've got Madison in your team, haven't you? I have, but he wasn't playing cancelled to think about it. I brought Madison in, and I make no bones about it. I wanted him to score a lot of points because I wanted Forrest to get battered. So I'm celebrating twice. What's your both got Madison, so that cancels out the Madison effect. Mm -hmm. So it's about the other choices I made that, by definition, were better than yours. Well, I made 
two big mistakes. So I'm I, better I than you. Brought in Luke Ailing, who I didn't realise had suffered some sort of facial in, uh, injury and did not Wally. start for Leeds United. I also brought in Mikel Antonio ahead of a, a good run of fixtures for West Ham. I didn't realise he was now second in command to Skamaka, or, or certainly 50-50, but having played internationally, didn't start the game. So I had a, two of my starting 11 did not start for their teams. Had they done that, Obviously, I would have been victorious this week. Had they at least stayed off and I could have brought on a substitute, might have been slightly different. Although Eric Dyer scored zero on Josh De Silva and he got one point. And my third substitute was, of course, Nico Williams, who scored... Uh, let me just check. My, minus one. That can't be right. He must not have played. Did he not play? He played. Let Google. Let me just Google. Why, why did he score minus... Oh, my God. It's all your manager oh whining about the way Villa played. There seems to be a sort of Leeds theme, doesn't it? You've all become very salty and whiny. Well, listen, I thought mm. Leeds were unlucky not to get the win against Stuart Atwell. Um, I thought Villa were, oh. were also there. Oh, it's all the referee's fault. You had he 11 men on the pitch. Stuart Atwell. He was f***ing shit. Oh. And do you know what hurts the most? Refs. Is when you watch someone give a display that you yourself would have given. And what hurt the most about Stuart Atwell's display, it was the display of a small man who's lost control. And that's my thing. That's what I do. He basically yeah, refereed that game the way I administer discipline around the house. Yeah, don't do that. No, I've, no, I've told you not to. If you do that again, right, right, that's it then. Right, right, that's it. What's your name? What's your name? Oh, John. You know, you're mid-table. Yeah. What are you but- carping about? It's a fascinating league because we're three points off the relegation zone, but we're three points off like fifth or sixth. It's yes, a fa- I cannot been get my head around this season. There's constant stop starting. We've got, what, about three or four more game weeks now until another stop for the World Cup during which all uh, transfers can be made willy-nilly. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I think the month we've just had off benefited us because Rodrigo's fit again. Bamford's fitter than he was. We've got a lot of players back. Liam Cooper's back. But it looked like two teams who hadn't played football for a month, you know, at, at, at Leeds at the weekend. Forrest looked like they perhaps never played before. You'd have thought that he used that month to get to know each other. You know, that, that, that long without playing, they could have sort of really worked out who everyone is and where they play. But that seems not to have happened. I am but a fan. But even I can tell you, there's no substitute for the intensity of a competitive <laughs> game of football. So Cutting all this thrust. stuff about, oh, they should be doing it on the training ground. It's not the same, is it? It's not what the same. What is happening at Forest? Let me, let me be clear. I, I, you know, I say this every week. I, I don't want Forest to be suffering. So whilst I may, you. Uh, you know, um, I, I will take pleasure in it and it will be a running gag throughout the series. Of course. I, I I just I do fail for you at the moment. So let, let's let's you know let's sit down as mates. Let's look each other in the eye. What's happening, Chief? What's going on? What are you thinking? Hmm? Talk to Daddy. What's let, happening? Let, let, oh, I feel very confused now. Um, Come on, mate. I actually feel fine about it. I, I, no, you don't. Don't I lie do. to Daddy. What? Come on. It, serious. I still think we'll be fine. But on what grounds? We'll figure it out. Not football grounds, that's for sure. Cooper is a good manager. We've got loads of players. Once he figures it out, we're all right. He's just got to figure it out, hasn't he? Once he figures it out, be sound as a pan. <laughs> well, they've got to give him time. Once he figures it out, be sound as a pan. I'm not worried. I'm not, you know. Not really. I mean, I was gutted. I came off stage last night. So you were working because I didn't want to message you because, you know, that yeah. would have been yeah. brutal. Performing, so you were working. Yeah, yeah. West End Residency, uh, the political party every fight. I was on with Mick Lynch last night, General Secretary of the Army. Oh, yeah. 
great laugh. Anyway, I went on. I watched a bit of the first half on my laptop, you know. And mm. uh, when I went on, uh, it was nil-nil. I thought, well, you know what? That's not too bad. I came Take a point. Point. 100% I'd have taken a point. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was the news was broken to me, and, and, and I was broken by it momentarily. And I just thought, oh, it's going to be hard, isn't it? It's going to be hard, isn't it? I mean, I have nothing to offer, really, but platitudes. But we've not been in the league for a very long time. We've got a lot of players. It's going to take a while to figure it out. Uh, uh, oh, come on, man. You know, I, I think we'll be fine. You know, if you look at the league, uh, we've got um, we've got who's just above us now. You've got Leicester above us only on goal difference. I mean, without being rude, fucking everyone. Yes, there are 19 teams around. But Leicester only above us on goal difference. Wolves are only above us by two points, as are Palace. Within three points of West Ham and Southampton, so it's all pretty tight. You know, a couple of wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, to put it another way, we're only seven points off a European spot. We're only—it's <laughs> true. We're only ten points off fourth. It is true. If all though, if somehow every team above you loses, but if, if you realise, but 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 for that to, I mean, literally every team would have to lose every game. So you know, for example, Leeds away at Palace next weekend, they would both have to somehow lose that game. Ten points or fourth. Forest are at, at, at home to Villa next week. What I'm will the atmosphere be like? Are you going? Yes. Will the atmosphere be a bit salty? What What are the Forest fans? What what are the what are they saying on the forums? Well, people are just worried, aren't they, John? They they just mm. they, they don't want to see Cooper get fired. They don't want Forrest to get relegated. It's just it's just all a bit frustrating and saddening because it's a funny one, Villa. We we had a point obviously down to ten men this weekend, Leeds. There was yeah. a point, I think, twenty minutes to go. Their front four was Coutinho, Buendia, Ings and Watkins. Christ. That is that's frightening. But they don't really look like they didn't look like they were going to score to me you, as a pessimistic us. fan. But that's that's big, isn't it? If you start losing the home games and the crowd, is it trouble? What do you mean trouble? What do you mean trouble? What are you threatening? <sighs> well, there's talk of... Chum. I don't know if you're sure you've seen the talk I've seen of Rafa Benitez, his name being mentioned. I mean, it, Rafa Benitez, fact. Sean Dyche, these names are always being mentioned. I don't know. I just think you, 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 got, you got to let Cooper sort it out. You got to give him time, haven't you? You got to give him time to sort it out, and then it'd be sound as a pan. Speaking of time, it's time for Fordy stat pack. It is indeed. And let's just let's just reflect before we come to the stat pack that I, I did. It's three weeks running that I've won now, and this week I was the highest scorer in the Comedians League with a hundred and nine points. And I played my wild card, and you still beat me. I so, beat you, you know, when you played your wild card, to. and I beat you when you didn't. I but let's be honest, Go a good week for both of us. You scored 109, I scored 106. We've both made serious ground. The league leader remains Joe Wilkinson, but he only scored 72 or 3, I think, this week. So yeah. we've both made 30 points up on the, on the top of the table. Just a few weeks scored ago, 72. I was 28th, now I'm 16th. Mm. Danny Carr, our producer, who's very good at this, I'm only two points behind him. Mm-hmm. I'd bet good money he's crapping himself. If he just wants to unmute himself, it'd be good for the listeners to know. Danny, are you crapping yourself? <laughs> no. no. Well, I reckon you are, and you're putting a brave face on it. I had a point this week, obviously, after the Manchester derby. I clicked on every team in our league to see if anyone had made the mistake of not captaining Haaland. Not one. So 
even people who had an absolute stinker this week scored in the mid seventies because you you only had to really get a couple of points each for everyone else. No, no one else in your team could have done anything, and you would have crept up to the seventies. You're right, though, John. It is time for forty stat back, and look who's in the middle of there, Bowen. With 14 points, but as you said, I'd not swapped him for Madison, I'd have mm. lost to you. The big performer for you, um, that really at some point you must have thought was going to uh, yield another win for you, was your keeper. 11 Ilan points Melier. for a keeper is incredible. Yeah, he's, he is, I think he's now our most valuable asset at Leeds United. Sinister is obviously talented, he'll miss the next game, but Melier, for the, for the age of the man, He's just something else. He's a, he's a wonderful goalkeeper. And it's I must admit, I've had him in since the start. It's the first game I've put him in my starting eleven ahead of um, bloody Edison. So I put him in ahead of Edison this week because I thought Manchester United will score at least one. Um, and I, I celebrated slightly, I must admit, for a Leeds fan. Celebrated slightly when Manchester United scored because I knew you had Cancelo. And I thought, maybe this is my chance. But... It wasn't. Uh, two City players made the team of the week. Haaland, of course, with 23 points. And Foden. See, the problem with Foden, obviously, is he, he got a hat-trick this weekend. But how often is that going to happen? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the thing. I noticed you have De Bruyne. I'm gonna, at some point, there's going to be fixture congestion. There's going to be the World Cup. There's going to be European games to contend with. When do they start resting the likes of De Bruyne? I'll tell you what I'm starting to look at now. Uh, between you and me... Brighton no players. one else is listening. But I reckon everyone else has already had that idea, you know. Yeah, and, and I must admit, I, I looked at Trossard this week and I thought, well, do you know what? Potter's gone. They might start having a little wobble. How wrong was I? Do you know what? I get very nervous because obviously last year what I did was effectively chase the money and was always transferring players in mm. after they'd done well. Uh, the Madison yeah. transfer this week um, was... was um, a work of genius, but he was the most transferred in player. Mm. 365,000 people, John, played their wild card this week. 365,027, and you were one of them. Yeah. How does it make you feel to just be one of the crowd? Uh... Well, it's the right time to play your wild card. Anyone who looked uh, early in the season would have said, you know, you want to be you want to be getting about halfway through this chunk of games, and then you want to play your wild card at a point. Obviously, because the World Cup is basically a free wild card, you know, there's there's not much point leaving it over for a congested fixture list around Christmas because there isn't going to be one. So, you know, it was the time to play it, and I'm glad me and my 365,027 colleagues uh, thought likewise. Uh, Almiron, uh, also my team. Uh, for Newcastle, 15 points. Uh, for Mino, for Liverpool, 12 points. People perhaps starting to look at... Because Salah's not really been doing the business, has he? Last no, year, guaranteed, week business. in, week out. Not this year, mate. Yeah, I, d I don't know what to do there. I, I'm, I took out Trent Alexander-Arnold, and I don't regret that decision one bit. No. But where do you look? I'm starting to realise now. I am a... You've been saying this for years, so I know this won't surprise you. I am a sour and vindictive little shitbag. Because when it comes down to it, I don't want any Newcastle players in my team. I won't have any Manchester United players in my team. I don't want any Everton players in my team. There's very few teams I actually want to revel in the success of. What should beef with Everton? I've got beef with Lampard going back to his time at Derby. Um, and, oh, yeah, uh, when he was all moaning about you spying on him. Should have gone down last year. That's what I think. Oh, interesting. Uh, completing the team of the week... Kera, uh, the West Ham United defender with 10 points. Uh, Senesi, uh Bournemouth with nine. Connor Cody from Everton with nine. 
John, uh, are you sitting down? Yes. Excellent. I've got some very exciting news. <gasps> You've ordered me a new chair. <laughs> no, better. We've been approached to make our very own CPFPL beer to accompany the podcast with Leeds' very own Kirkstall Brewery. I think we should open it up to the listeners to suggest. Get in touch. What should the comedians playing FPL beer taste like? Email us at hello at cpfpl.com with some suggestions. And for a bit of inspiration, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious. So what should it be like? Should it be dark and bitter like John's soul? Or should it be light and positive, sparkling and popular like um, one of my mates? As well as brewing great beer, they also own some of the best pubs in West Yorkshire, like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Beer Cafe in Bradford, and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. I'm going to do a pub crawl around all of them. Listeners can get 20% off everything on Kirkstall's online shop with the code CPFPL20. And look out for a very special collaboration beer from us and Kirkstall very soon. Just visit the website kirkstallbrewery.com and click on shop. Someone said to me this week, I think Erling Haaland sort of killed FPL. I don't necessarily think that's true. It's just that obviously everyone's got a captain and it makes those. What last year you would have described as the sort of the change makers, you know, actually every other player other than Haaland is that because Salah's not having a good year. Trent's not having a good year. Cancelo, you had in your team this week. Does he get one point maybe for, for Manchester City in a thumping win in the Manchester derby? So you've got to be looking at those other squads. But there is that fear because it looks awful. If you suddenly bring in an Everton player and they lose their next three games, you think, why did I do that? I thought that with Mikel Antonio. I think West Ham have got some good fixtures coming up. I wanted Bowen, but I, I knew I had to bring in Madison and I couldn't make another change in my midfield. I didn't have the money for Bowen. The only place I could afford to bring in a West Ham player I thought would score decent points was Antonio. But of course, when he's on the bench, you think, what a dick move that was because he wasn't particularly good towards the end of last season. So that's the risk when you bring in someone that you think is a gamble. If it pays off, you look like a genius. If it doesn't, you think, well, that was bloody stupid. Apparently what's fueling Erlen Haaland is um, his dad's lasagna. He's made it... Um, each time that he scored a home hat-trick, he says, my father's made lasagna for me before the last three home games. He must be putting something special into it. Um, I mean, let's hope he's not. Drug test. Yeah. Drug test. What's in that lasagna, pal? Yeah. Goat hormones or whatever the hell it is. You know what, though? Um, it's great, isn't it, lasagna? It's a good dish, yeah. Better the following day, though, isn't it? No, I don't agree with that. What? No, but everyone agrees like with that. It. What do you want about? I don't. I'm not a fan of a crispy topping, and I know some people like it on a yeah. pasta bacon or lasagna. I don't like it. I just think it's hard pasta. I like it when it's soft and wet. Yeah, but can you microwave it, and that that just that that makes it soft and wet. No, no, then it's chewy. Crispy is better yeah, than the, chewy. The flavour has steeped. Well, hey, yeah, I'll give you that on your sauce, of course. I'll give yes. you that on your ragu. I, I'm, I'm happy for you the to ragu. make your ragu the day before and then put that in your lasagna and eat your lasagna fresh. But what I'm saying is the, the pasta and the cheese sauce elements are not better the next day, although I absolutely agree with you that the, 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 the sauce is nicer. What's your favourite pasta dish then? Uh, well, it's different now. I've joined the old V squad because um, obviously a vegan lasagna is is not as good. I had well, one today, in fact. It's delicious. Yeah, but it's the cheese, isn't it? It's that bubbly, cheesy layer on top, the bechamel. But there is good news for you, John, because uh, according to one of the UK's leading tabloids, 
footy fans have now swapped pies and pints for quinoa salad and coffee, a poll has found. Almost three out of ten, which means two out of ten, Premier League supporters. So they changed their match day habits to get healthier. More than a fifth went vegetarian, cut down meat for pre-match salads and muesli. Arsenal fans changed the most, with 61% shifting their eating. Pipping Bournemouth's 55%, Newcastle's 9% was bottom. Um, so there you go, you see. Football fans, and you are one, are more getting towards uh, quinoa pre-match. What a load of shit that is. What? I, I, that is nonsensical. I'm a vegan, and I don't eat quinoa before the football. I very rarely eat I think what that is is a survey where they've said are you broadly eating more healthily and that's not a headline a fifth of football fans have cut meat down in their diet is not a headline but fans swap pies for quinoa is a headline but i'll tell you what it's absolute bullshit in fact email the show hello at cpfpl.com if you have ever ever had a quinoa salad before a football game and I will guarantee it's zero. And if you do email in now and say, I had a quinoa salad before the football, I don't believe you. I think you're just saying it, so we'll read your email out, and I'm not going to read the email out, so I've decided. Don't email. It's zero. I've <laughs> done a must U-turn. Have, you must have done it. I've never had a quinoa salad. It's disgusting. Quinoa's lovely in a soup and a stew. In a salad, it's bitty. It gets between your teeth. It's a superfood. It's got all the amino acids you need. It's both a protein and a carbohydrate. It's a wonderful food. Stick it in your pies. Stick it in your soups. No one's having a quinoa salad before the football. So Stuart Atwell. You really... You, I'm surprised at someone who is effectively pro-ref and wants to be one being so anti-ref. He had a bad game. He ruined... That was my 40th birthday game. That was my first game after my 40th. Turned you 40 on Monday. Uh, no, I did not. I went with my friend Tim, who took me to the Villa fixture last year, one of Bielsa's last games. Three all, end-to-end, very exciting, great atmosphere. I felt I let him down. I took him to a game that was edgy from the beginning. There was a tense atmosphere. A Villa wasting time from the outset. And then, of course, we went down to 10 men and having crowed about them wasting time, then started wasting time. It was just a bad game for football. And it made me reflect on all that stuff about during the women's Euros, we were saying, oh, this will now, we've seen how football should be played and you don't chat back to the referee and there's no time wasting. I looked at that game and I thought, I just wish I hadn't had anything to do with that. I didn't enjoy a second of it. I I dare say you got more enjoyment out of Leicester Forest than I did out of that Leeds game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Did you have a pint when you were there? 
I had a few beers. Of course I did. You didn't enjoy that beers. at all? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the oh before. Yeah, I enjoyed the yeah. I enjoyed the the pre match. Um, I got to, I saw Gary McAllister, and of course where we were sat in the West End, Jesse Marsh, having had a touchline ban, was watching uh, from the gantry where the press sit. So he walked through the West End to get there. So I got to lay eyes on Jesse Marsh. He's a handsome man. He's got a lovely jaw. He's, he looks Hollywood. I say that you know cliches about American managers. He's a beautiful man. Have you met him yet? I did briefly meet him uh, last season, yeah, after after a game again when he'd been in trouble with the referees. And I, I managed to shake his hand and say, you got stuck in on the touchline there. And he said, you got to give these guys some shit. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, good, go on. Although I don't, you know. You don't, don't condone, believe that, though, do you? I don't be, condone you know abusing match officials. You're being led astray by the older boys. <laughs> You've fallen in with the wrong crowd, you have. And now Listen. you're slagging off refs. I'll say this now. If I went up co-op now to get a bag of Snacker Jacks and Stuart Attlewell was in there, I'd march right up to him and I'd say, I wouldn't do your job for all the money in the world. It must be very hard. And I apologise if any Leeds fans have overstepped the mark and stepped into personal abuse. But I would say, now that no one's looking and we're just stood here by the vegan sausage rolls, can you admit you had a shit game on Saturday? And he wouldn't. What it's not, snack jacks would you I, I feel sorry for the ref- sweet chili. I feel sorry for the referees because I think telly was an extra pressure on referees, knowing that the pundits would pour over their decisions. And now VAR's made an absolute mess of it. I don't think they know what they're doing. I think they're so scared of making a bad decision. They're waiting for VAR to interject and then VAR doesn't. And then the game's gone. It's a mess. And, and I will say this. He was one of the best referees. First 10 minutes he was on at Villa for time-wasting. But he couldn't then differentiate between time-wasting and a not-that-bad tackle. So then he'd set his stall out to just absolutely clamp down on everything, and he made the game very bitty and unpleasant. John, you have to free like yourself a from this. Salad. You, you're starting to sound small-minded. I am small-minded. I've been small-minded for years. It's what I do. I'm on tour now. You want to see a small-minded man in a little cardigan whining like a mule? I'm available. I will come to you. Don't you worry about coming to me. I'll come everywhere. That's what I am. I'm small-minded. No one wants me to come on this podcast, spark up a doobie and say, do you know what, man? Football's just a chance for us all to share great times together. Fuck that. um, I want to see Leeds win heavily every week. Sparking up a doobie would be against the law. But let's just do a bit of role-play here. Let's just imagine that you've got a doobie and that you're sparking Mm -hmm. it up. And I just want to talk to Stoned John. Uh, a bit like John Stoned. Oh, new Lovely. feature. New John feature. Stoned, where we talk to you each week, where Improv. you have to sort of channel yourself. Have you ever been stoned? No, never. Okay, cool. So this is great, because you can just channel pure vibes rather than lean yeah. on personal experience. So um, let's do it properly. Just imagine you've got it between your lips and spark it up and take a nice big deep breath. Oh, oh that's, uh, ooh, that's pure um, Peruvian. Cool. Do they make it? Where's it come from? You tell me. You're the one smoking it. Oh, that's good Yorkshire gack. Like <laughs> gack coke or weed? I think gack refers to uh, the class A drug cocaine. Today we are dealing with um, cannabis, ganja, mm. draw, grass, mm. which is illegal. But this is a medical improv game where John is not actually taking it we don't condone it we're just imagining if john did break the law and imbibe a controlled substance what effect would it have on his small negative mind so john says my end of season forfeit or even a sort of mid-season forfeit if you're ahead of me by christmas say maybe i'll do a show having had some of those cbd gummy bears or better bucket bong 
<laughs> and then take a penalty. All right, yeah. Or a, okay, yeah, so I'll eat a bucket of C- CBD gummies. Okay, so let's just and then whip ed- in yeah, a corner. Edibles. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I th- also think they might be illegal, so let's just be absolutely clear. Um, Are they illegal, CBD gummies? CPFPL does not condone the imbibing of a controlled substance. This is purely an improv game. So, John, mm. you've just had a big lungful of... Yeah, uh, whose line is it anyway? The weed. Yeah. Um. How are you feeling? And is it affecting your perception of the world? Feel good. Feel good. Feel nice. Yeah. And um, how do you feel towards Stuart Atwell? Stuart who? Stuart Atwell, the referee. I wish him, I wish, uh, all I send to him is well wishes. Atwell, I send at well wishes. I tell you, this feels really real. So um, how do you feel about global politics at the moment? I feel like we've forgotten who's in charge. This is amazing. God, you really, this feels so real. Um, Okay. And and what do you think the answers are to our global problems? Uh, We've got to work together, man. (laughs) There's no difference. (laughs) This is so much fun. Because what's great about this is, no, you're not taking drugs, you're just pretending to. And I it, know, it just goes to show you don't need to get high. Just get high in your mind. Yeah! Okay, so just keep keep, keep on this thread. You're, you're high in your mind, you're high in your mind. Let me have another imaginary toe. Go on, go on. Oh, that went deep in my soul. How does it taste? Uh, herby. <laughs> like, have you, you ever had micro-herbs? Do you like, um... Are you feeling like peckish at all? Nah, not yet, man. Nah, I just <laughs> want to sit and chill. If, you, if, if I was popping down to the garage for you, what would you want me to pick you up? Uh, not any. Don't go to the garage, man. They're Where choking the planet. Oh. Go to like a local, support local, man. <laughs> what would you like me to get from Ask local thy neighbour. Go next door and see what they have. Just say, look, man, I need something. What have you got? And see what they give you, because that will tell you more about the world than anything. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel the need to listen to any music? And if so, what? Crazy Frog. Because <laughs> I, I think we didn't appreciate how crazy he was. I think, I think people lost the message that actually he was saying, fuck all of this, man. <laughs> Get your cock out and ride a motorbike around town. <laughs> so good. This this is scary how authentic this feels. Oh, how do you okay. know if it's authentic, though? Can I fire the question back at you? Are you a Tokemeister general? No, I'm not a token man. Do you, want me to, do you want me to try some of yours and see if it works? Yeah, let me pass it over to you. Let me pass you over the spliff. There you go. I'm flicking it down the line. How are you oh, feeling? good shit. Yeah. Have you gone to sleep? No, I was just taking it in, man. What are you thinking about? Chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere, dude. Well, what I want you to do now is, in this state, imagine that you are Steve Cooper. What are the answers at Nottingham Forest? You've got to get over the idea of individuals. It's like a, like a, an organism, like a blob of jelly that's like... A central nervous system is shared. It's collective. You've got to overcome and supersede the human mind. Yeah, but on the pitch. 
maybe just tighten up at the back. You know, maybe maybe play to your strengths. Don't don't be afraid to to go route one. If if Johnson's one of your finer players, you have got Dennis up there. Maybe just like move it up there. Get nah. it clear and get it up there. No 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 no. Don't play, don't the play game. out from the back if you can't do it. Don't play the game. Don't play. That's the game. I'll give up on football. Quit the football system, altogether. That is the game that the system wants you to play. So what we're going to do? We're going to flip the script. We're going to change the system. So they're saying play Premier League football. Yeah. We're saying we're going to change the system. It's the system that's broken, not the individuals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you've got a lot of individuals there, so it's a good job they aren't broken. Yeah. Got to change the. <coughs> <laughs> got to change the system. It's the system that's broken, not mm-hmm. the not the yeah. So you just refuse. You play your own refuse game. Refuse to play. Yeah. So do you think you actually won at Leicester on, on some level, would you say? Because obviously the stats say otherwise. The stats say that Leicester scored four goals and you didn't score any. That's their narrative. Don't accept yep. the narrative. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So what's your narrative? My narrative is there is no winning. There is no losing. Mm. I'm not playing that game. Yeah? Okay, so where would you say you are in the league then? There is no league. It's an illusion. This is th- The whole thing is an illusion. And I'm talking pharmaceutical companies and the FBI. JFK, where do you okay, think this is all gone. going? Lead. He's gone, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we've got time for this week. Um, you can find this podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, mostly, let's be honest, apps run by quite large corporations. Uh, you can email us on the internet using, let's be honest, probably an Apple phone or, or certainly if not that, something built by a very powerful organization. Uh, and you can continue to um, send in your messages here on Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League. Premier League, of course, funded by uh, largely gambling companies and, and some very nefarious sort of financial backers. So um, just just to put the other side of, of Fordy's view there. But we'd love to hear from you. Hello at cpfbl.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Comedians FPL. We're also on uh, Instagram, Comedians Playing FPL. Um, do you want to say anything, Matthew? Yeah, we're not on social media. Social media is on us. That's mm. how you have to see it. Yes. Like, are they the platform or are we the platform? So you say people should just find you and express their views directly onto your body. If you go within... You don't need to search for answers outside. Of course. So penetrate Matt Ford if you see him round and about. Penetrate him with your feedback. Bye. Bye.